So I want to welcome you to Hashtag Jesus Changed My Life. This is a podcast from me, just telling about my testimony for what Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, has done for me. The reason that I have a new hope and a new joy in my heart. And I hope that I can show you what Jesus has done for me, and then hopefully he can do the same for you. So I want to thank you guys for checking this out. And hopefully this will touch you in a way that will cause the winds of change to blow in your direction. Have a great day. God bless you all. So, my name is Sean, and I wanted to come on here today to tell you about how Jesus saved my life and made me into a completely new person. I was never really a God person, so to speak. I mean, I believed in him, but I didn't know him. So I spent a lot of my younger years running to everything and anything other than God when I had a problem. I came from a house that wasn't wasn't the greatest, you know what I mean? It was it was broken. There was a lot of brokenness there. So when I became a teenager, I lashed out. I left home to live with the girlfriends. We would end up having sex together. We would have sex with other people. Sometimes we would even have sex in front of other people. It was kind of ridiculous. I was sinning and smoking pot. I started to dabble a little bit into heavier drugs with that girlfriend. And eventually that just became a nightmare. Um, we started to fight, and it just kind of escalated from there. She became unfaithful and vindictive. I became abusive and withdrawn. So eventually, we just had to split up. Um, afterwards, I met another girlfriend in around 2003, who ended up giving me my first Bible because her parents were pastors. And eventually, we were together for a while, I moved in with her, and I started to go to her parents' weekly church group. Things were going good with that girlfriend for a while. I had sobered up, I was not smoking pot. I was still having sex, but just with her. Not saying that that's much better, but compared to what I was doing, I was doing good. Plus, since I was going to church, I was actually getting to know God a little bit, which was really cool. I started to tithe with her family, but eventually that would kind of just wear thin, and I'd fall back into old habits. And I believe once I started doing the drugs again is when she decided to cheat on me with a friend of mine at the time, which I'll tell you that really hurt, especially coming from somebody who had just shown me God and introduced me to that and had portrayed themselves to be about that. So that really, really got to me. And I kind of 
ended things with God there for a while. So at this point, I'm no longer reading the Bible or going to church. I'd moved back to my mom's house after me and the girlfriend had split up. Um, I would join the military shortly after that. I would go through basic training, and I really enjoyed that. I, I, it was a heck of an experience, and it taught me a lot. But I would come back to have my mom pass away in 2007. Things got really bad after that. um, Because she was really the only constant that was throughout my entire life. So when I lost her, I kind of just said the hell with everything. And I had became depressed, got back on the pills... Had no job, but still needed the pills. Pushed the girl that I was currently seeing away. And I did it in a horrible way, which just, I feel awful about to this day. I tried to apologize, but I don't think she's interested in hearing it. Which to you, if you are ever hearing this, I'm sorry. But since I had no job, I was stealing to pay for the pills to numb the pain of my mom dying. So I was in one heck of a vicious circle that I just couldn't get out of. And to be honest, I wasn't really interested in getting out of it. Because I didn't have to deal with everything that I had just gone through. And that was fine with me for the time being. After that, I'd become really into the drugs and I had completely pretty much abandoned my family. The only person who was around was my stepdad who stuck around after my mom died and that was mostly because he didn't have anywhere to go and he had a free house so he still kind of took care of me a little bit. He made sure I ate once in a a while and yeah. I'm not going to get into much about him but he continued to help me build my drug tolerance and he would supply me with pills and eventually that would become cocaine and drinking and just anything to keep me in a stupor but then would put me down for being in the stupor after he supplied it to me to put me there yeah so that's about it with that Um, That would last for another six or seven years, I guess. And then eventually he would um, take off, leaving me in huge financial debt. And on the verge of losing an apartment that he had put into his name that somehow he switched into my name. So, okay. Now I'm done. I've got no job. I'm about to be homeless. And I have no idea what. And just to clarify, I was in the wrong too because I did steal money when I was high and it wasn't just all my stepdad. So even through all the drugs, the rude comments and the jokes, I was severely depressed and introverted. I felt like no matter what I did, 
no matter how I acted, people could always see that I was missing something in me, that spark. Almost like they could see that the center of me was hollow. So I didn't even try anymore. I would never initiate a conversation. I would never try talking to people or hanging out with people. I was just always so into myself and my mind thinking about the past and all the craziness that I'd done and feeling just so ashamed of it that I didn't even feel worthy to talk to most people. It was a little bit nuts actually because later on I would come to find out that that just wasn't the case and that I was loved and wanted more than I ever could have known. And once I found that out is when things changed. But I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. I was so introverted to the point where I could walk into a room filled with just my family and people that I know, and I still wouldn't speak. I would just be off in the corner playing on my cell phone or just looking down or going through a magazine, anything so that I didn't have to speak to people. I didn't want them to ask me how my life was or what my plans were, how my job was, because I didn't have any of that. I didn't have any plans for the future, I barely had a job, I was just scraping by enough that I was pumping gas for tips. So when people would come and talk to me, I would try to get out of that situation almost immediately. And it just got bad. I've tried kicking the drugs a few times, and I've always tried by myself. I'd get a day or two in, maybe a week at the most, and then be thrown into such severe withdrawal that I didn't want to be bothered with this anymore, so it was time to go back out and get stoned again, just to stop that pain. The shaking, and the cold sweats, and the hot sweats, and ugh, so gross. Just thinking about it makes me tense up a bit. But when I had tried to quit, I started going into a complete mental breakdown and a psychosis episode. I started having severe panic attacks and hallucinations. I was having like delusions of grandeur, not knowing my reality from dreams, believing people were trying to break into my home. It was crazy. So I went into the hospital and they told me that this was from the withdrawal and if I could get through it that I'd be okay, but I knew that wasn't going to happen. So against the medical advice, I checked out, and a week later, I was back on the drugs. Now for about a month or two, I just kept up with my normal routine of getting my drugs, going home, getting my drugs, going home. Then I was hospitalized again after having a seizure from severe withdrawal while riding a bike and was hit by a car. Taken to the ambulance, taken to the hospital again. Shaking my head. Now, against medical advice, again, I'm going to leave. So after I leave the hospital, against medical advice, I get back to my place. And at this point, I still don't have the drugs that I need, and I'm still very sick. But I figured that if I got out of the hospital, I could go and I could buy what I needed. I was wrong. 
I couldn't get anything anywhere, so I just sat in my house, and I went through what I had to go through. This is where I would hit rock bottom, because it got to the point where I started looking in my carpet and in my drawers for drugs that I knew weren't there. But I would spend hours looking. And I realized that I'm never going to get out of this. This is just going to be my life. Or so I thought. As I started to cry, and I started to realize I needed help, I had no idea where I was going to turn. I just knew that I needed help. Now, my brother gets engaged, which is awesome for him, but at the point in time, I was the older brother, and I was still single. So now I'm angry, and I'm jealous, and I'm bitter. And it was made even worse because shortly after he gets engaged, he finds out his first child's on the way. I lost my mind. Because, yeah. I'm still single since 2008. I'm lonely, and I'm just hurt. And I'm jealous, man. There's just, there's nothing else to say, but I was jealous. With the news of my nephew came the idea that I really need to change. And as I was at rock bottom, I didn't know where else to go. I started to cry, and the crying became heavier and heavier until I finally just screamed, help. After I screamed out help, I knew that I really actually needed help. As I'm going through this insane crying fit, I start to pray. But I just, I asked, not necessarily God, but I just asked something to help. To just give me strength to get through the withdrawal so that I can start to, to normalize myself again. And... 45 minutes later, after screaming and crying and just being sick and pleading, I felt that weight come off. And I, I felt the tears start to, to clear out, and I just, I felt a joy and a lightness in my chest that, that I could only describe as God showing up. Because I felt comforted. And I've cursed God, I've said destructive and ugly and hateful things to him in just the, the heat of the moment when I didn't know any better. When I just, I was such a monster that I didn't care if I offended him. But even though I was a monster, God is so good that he started to fix me. And with the beginning of that, I knew that any good work in me, he was going to finish. And at this point right now, I can tell you that it's been a little over two years that I've been clean and sober. And I've been following with God since. Uh, now, by no means am I perfect, and I know that. And I don't ever aim to be perfect. But you know what? I used to be one way, 
and now I am completely different. Everything in between is God. Jesus showed up for me. He put his healing hand on me, and he changed everything about the way my life was going. Since Jesus came into my life and into my heart, I'm completely different. I didn't even realize how much I was different until I found myself free of the drugs and free of the cigarettes. No more anxieties or depression. The anger had just completely went away. Um, but even more than that, I feel the presence and now every day I seek and I speak with Jesus. I love speaking with people. When I can, I try to talk to people about Jesus, which is what this podcast has really been all about, is just me being able to tell you what he's done for me, and I I pray and I, I hope that someone listening to this will come to Jesus, and Jesus can do for them what he did for me, and just change, because I've regained my empathy, my ability to try and care. I mean, each day is a blessing, and regardless of what happens, I'm always going to sing and bring my praise to the foot of the cross. Casting my cares on the only one who can endure my cares and my problems and my troubles. My love, my hope, my joy, my Savior. Jesus Christ. The one who brought me back from the entrance of hell. The one who helped resurrect the ashes that I was. I wish I could show you and tell you more about everything that he's done, and I wish that you could see what I used to be compared to what I am now. It's a night and day difference. It's complete. And with that, I hope that somebody here finds Jesus, and I hope that if anybody here has questions or wants to know more, you could always... Text, prime message me, anything you need, and I would love to help. Now, there is a lot more to this story, and I don't I don't want to downplay that, but there's a lot in between little details that I just didn't get a chance to get to. This is my first podcast, and I'm not really sure how I'm formatting it yet. I want to take a minute before the end of the podcast to give thanks, not only to God for everything that he's done for me, but to a few companies and podcasts that have helped me out along my way. Number one is um, the podcast Heavy with God's Favor from Spotify. It is an Anchor podcast, which is what my podcast is, also made by Anchor. But because of her, I was able to experience many different varieties of church and many different smaller podcasts which gave me a lot of information so i wanted to thank her and you can check her out on spotify a very good podcast also the salty dogs podcast i want to thank them for showing me that sinners can be redeemed they've got a great podcast awesome knowledge the guys that run it are very cool so give them a check out too you can also locate them on podcast for spotify I want to thank the Charles Stanley group uh, from InTouch. You can get a hold of them at InTouch.org. They helped send me supplies that helped me learn more about Jesus and to further my understanding. Also, Andrew Womack Ministries. They were able to send me 
a lot of source material, and they have a great podcast for teachings and general knowledge. Hope City podcast out in Houston, Texas. They're doing online casts now, but they really helped to bring me further on my journey, showing me that God's love is for everybody. And they've also got an excellent podcast for teaching and worship. And Westside, a Jesus church out of Oregon, is probably one of my favorites. Uh, Pastor Dominic is awesome, and everybody involved in that is very cool. And uh, I checked out their podcast on YouTube, Spotify, but it's very good, and I suggest checking those out. There's so many more that I know I'm forgetting here, but to anyone who I've talked to, I want to thank you for all the help that you've given me for the source materials and the physical materials like Jesus Maps and Showing the Journey and Teachings. It's very cool, and I hope that more people can visit you through this podcast so that you can help get them the materials they need to further their understanding. Thank you guys, and uh, God bless you.